return of the podcast. Oh, that was cooler in my head. Anyways, welcome back, everybody. Um, I have returned. I know I was gone for just <laughs> um, an abundance of time, and I'm pretty sure I promised you I'd be back like 17 times. And I'm sorry for gaslighting you, and I'm sorry for being inconsistent. Um, that's on me. I was toxic, and I've been working on myself. <laughs> and now, I promise, um, my promise to you is that I will actually upload regularly. Um, so I'm just looking to see when the last time I kind of like posted was. The last one I released was September 22nd. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Since I last posted, oh my god, wait, it's St. Patrick's Day. Oh, forget my little intro, we'll get into that later. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I'm sorry I can't be drunk this year. Um, I have to work today, but (laughs) if you want to listen to Drunk Hannah again, it's been a full year since that episode came out, so go listen to it again. I'm sure you forget everything that happened, and I was quite intoxicated, so that's fun. Um, I don't really drink anymore. I kind of quit not like intentionally like oh I need to quit drinking I just like I, I don't really drink alone all that often anymore which is probably for the best um, but yeah and I don't really see people because I'm fucking busy and so are all of my friends um so yeah let's dive into that welcome back happy St. Patrick's Day um I would like to reiterate that I am one eighth maybe an eighth Irish. Um, my last name's Irish though, so I carry that identity with me everywhere I go. Um, actually, it's vaguely Irish. It's like my last name's Strong, which I'm pretty sure everybody listening to this knows. Um, so like it is technically Irish, but it could it's kind of ambiguous in where it comes from. Anyways, um, let's get into where I've been. I promise I disappeared without a trace, but I have recorded episodes. There's some long lost episodes um, within my Anchor account that I can like piece together out of clips. Um, They're pretty bad though. One of them I did, I literally just like rambled on while I was painting. Not that that's any different than any other episode. I literally just ramble all the time. Um, But I was painting because I've taken up painting as a creative outlet in my time off. I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it at all, but I really like painting. Um, I, I like, oh, this is going to sound so weird and I'm going to sound like I'm high and I, I promise I'm not high when I'm recording this. I'm high a lot of the time, but not while recording this um, and not usually while I paint either. Um, but I just like the way that the, the like with an oil-based paint that like if you get a nice thick glob that it like slides. I just like that feeling, you know, it like so smooth it's like butter kind of I feel like Bob Ross no mistakes only happy accidents it's a beautiful way to look at life truly anyways um the last time I promised you I would post was September 22nd and then I got a new job and then I dropped out of school so that's kind of why I disappeared um let's talk let's dive into that a little bit so I quit the job that I had all throughout university um it was a super great job it was just really time for me to move on 
Um, and I, I miss it because I really liked all my coworkers there. And it was a fulfilling job in a sense because it felt like I was doing work that I could kind of see would be meaningful um, in other facets of life. Anyways, um, so I left that job, um, which was a transition. And then I got a new job where it's a very similar job, but it's at a different place and it's it's a little different. Um, so I was doing that while I was in school. But because of the pandemic, the penny D, um, school was getting really challenging. I don't know if I covered this on the last, I don't think I did because I think I dropped out like later. I'm not 100% sure, but we'll, we'll recap because it's been a while. Um, being online wasn't working for me so much. Um, so I was going into my fourth year of a BA majoring in social, BA majoring in sociology. Um, and it was just getting to the point where like, I didn't feel like I was doing my best work. I felt like I was falling behind in a lot of areas and it just didn't feel like the right path for me. Um, especially considering that I wanted to go into public relations, um, and the program I had picked out only required a, didn't even require a degree, but if you needed a degree, it was, it only asked for a three-year degree. Um, so the general degree. And I just felt like, why am I putting in all this work if I'm not going to need the four-year degree? And it's not like I'm not doing well. I'm falling behind. I feel like I'm not putting forth my best work. And it just doesn't make sense for me to finish this. So for my own sanity, I left school. um, And I've graduated just with a three-year general degree instead of the four-year honors degree. So there's that. I did that, which is kind of why that was a really hard decision to make. um, And it felt like... I don't know. It just, it took a big toll on me and it was hard to do and it was scary. So I wasn't really recording. I I had other priorities. Um, Yeah. So I I dropped out of school. I started a new job. Um, What else happened in my time away? Ooh, I made a list. Let me look. Um, Yeah. I feel like that's that's kind of the main reason I stopped recording. So that's my little explanation. Um, but yeah, I a lot happened while I was away. Um, so yeah, October, November, I just kind of hung out. I had like a little relationship that didn't really work out. Um, but I did that for the fall. I just was kind of chilling, hung out with my friends and worked. I say I hung out with my friends. I literally don't see anybody anymore. Um, All of my besties are in school or working full time um, and like don't live near me right now. So I I literally don't see any of my friends like ever. And it's heartbreaking. I'm so antisocial just because everybody's like really busy and like I work evenings mostly and then most of my friends have like standard working hours. So I just don't see anybody ever. Um, which sucks, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I did that for the fall and then December I had my boobs done. Pew, 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 pew. I think this was, this was like a 
main topic in my intro episode that I was like waiting to have a breast reduction and I have been waiting to have a breast reduction since I was 16 years old so in October I got the call so I had my consultation in August and I think I talked about that maybe on the podcast but yeah I had my consultation in August and they were like okay like we'll get it approved by OHIP la 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 and then we'll get it done um so I kind of left it with them to like get it approved and everything because that's their fucking job so they got it all approved and then I got a call in October because I was expecting with COVID and all the delays and like normally two-year wait list like you're waiting at least a year probably more and then I thought with COVID and like all these like on emergent surgeries being canceled like there's no way I'd be getting in like before 2020 like three twenty oh it's 2022 like 2024 is what I was like thinking um kind of time frame wise so I got a call in October and they were like oh we have like a surgery date for you I was like oh my god what is it thinking it was literally gonna be like March 2025 like they were booking like so far into the future but like I got an appointment and they were like oh it'll be December 22nd and I was like like of this year and they were like yep And I was like, so like in two months and they were like, yeah, like December 22nd, does that work for you? And I was like, um, yes, Merry Christmas to me. I will take new boobs for Christmas. Thank you so much. So I got like, I was, I was ecstatic. I was like, oh my God, I thought I was going to have to wait three years for these. Now I'm getting them like right now. This is amazing. Life is so grand. Um, and then, yeah, I kind of just had to like prep for surgery then. I was like, okay, I'm getting surgery in two months. I can't wait. So I went and I had the surgery. So it wasn't like I had to not eat for like 12 hours or whatever before. So I didn't aspirate and die or, you know, cause major brain damage in the surgery because it was plastic surgery. Um, so three days before Christmas, (laughs) I went to the hospital to have my boobs done and it was really exciting for me because you know how I love Christmas. So I was just like chilling and I had lots of time off work around Christmas, um, obviously because I was having surgery. So yeah, it was really great. I just kind of chilled and hung out and got ready to be operated on. And then day of, I went to the hospital. They did like the COVID check and everything. And then I waited. They told me not to bring my phone. Because, like, they were like, oh, we're not responsible for valuables. Don't bring your phone. So, I was like, okay, I won't bring my phone. Because they told me not to bring my phone. So, I didn't bring my phone. So, I was sitting in pre-op with nothing to do for, like, three hours. And I was like, oh, it'll be okay. Maybe I'll make a friend in pre-op. Because, like, everybody will be without their phones. Nope. I am the only one that didn't bring my phone that day. The only person. And I'm also stupid. (laughs) And I haven't had an IV since I was, like, 11 years old. So they put the IV in my hand and I saw like blood coming up the IV tube. And normally when that happened, I would have texted my nurse friend Ashley and been like, is this normal? But I didn't have my phone. So I just panicked. I was like, oh my God, something is wrong with this IV. There's blood going up the tube. So I like snuck up on this nurse. She was having a sip of water and I was like, hey, and I scared the shit out of her. (laughs) She was like, hi. And I was like, is it normal to have blood in my IV tube and she was like yeah that's normal and I was like I'm an idiot I'm a stupid head I'm a stupid dumb dumb and then I just went back to my bed and laid there 
and I laid there and laid there and laid there. And then the surgeon came in and drew all over me with a Sharpie, drew all over my boobs and then talked about how much she was going to chop out. And I was like, hell yeah, chop it all out, take it all out, suck it all out. Bye bye boobies. Um, and then she left (laughs) and then the anesthesiologist came in and then we talked about anesthetic and my history with surgery and he was like you ever had surgery before and I was like hell yeah I had hip surgery when I was a kiddo and he was like how'd the anesthetic go and I was like fine like my mom said that it took me too long to wake up but that was probably just because she was like a concerned mother um and he was like oh okay and then he left and then I was all alone and I waited and then after a little while somebody came to get me and then we rolled up we went on an adventure together me and my girl i don't know what her name was she didn't give me her name and then we went into the operating room and it was really exciting for me because i got to walk into the operating room which i didn't get to do last time because i was having hip surgery so i had to be like lifted into the like i was rolled in on the bed and then they knocked me out in my hospital bed and lifted me after because my hip fucking hurt so they were like we won't make you move, little girl. Anyways, <laughs> so I went in and I got myself on the table and I got myself all comfy. And then they put hot blankets on me. They put compression socks on and then they put all these warm blankets on me. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is amazing. And then the surgeon gave like her little rundown of what was going down. They're like, this is Hannah, la, 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 date of birth. And we're doing this today. And I was like, hell, yeah, we're doing that today. And then they looked at my ankle and they were like, oh my God, you have a holly tattoo. And I was like, I sure do, because it's Christmas time. Except I have the tattoo always. <laughs> I just really like Christmas. And they were like, wow. And then they told me they like my star tattoos. And it was all just a beautiful setting. And then um, they knocked me out. <laughs> the surgeon said, the anesthesiologist said, goodbye. And I said, bye. And then I went to sleep. And then a little while later, I woke up and I had less boobies and a lot of chest pain so that was really weird because I the last surgery I had was obviously my hip and I went into surgery with a lot of pain and woke up with none um this time I went into surgery with no pain and woke up with some so I woke up and I was like whoa like my chest hurts it just like it wasn't like super sharp it was just like ouch just like ouch like somebody had cut into my boobs, sliced my nipples off, and rearranged everything because that's what happened. But I woke up and they were like, hey, how you feeling? I was like, have I had any painkillers? They were like, no, would you like some? And that was a moral dilemma for me because yes, I want painkillers. So I said, yeah. And then they were like, what would you like? And I was like, honestly, like, I don't know because the last time I had surgery, they gave me morphine. And I knew that, like, I wouldn't respond poorly to it. But I really didn't like the way morphine made me feel. (laughs) Like, it made me, like, really high. And, like, my mouth was really pasty. And, like, it just wasn't comfy. So, it was, like, a whole dilemma for me. So, I was, like, um, I don't know, like, Tylenol? And they were, like, uh, are you sure you don't want something, like, like a legit painkiller? And I was, like, honestly I was pretty high during this whole conversation because I'd just woken up from surgery so I'm not really sure if this is how the conversation went but I do think I asked for Tylenol first and they were like do you want something different um and then I was like 
uh, maybe. And they're like, have you ever had painkillers before? And I was like, yeah, like last time I had surgery, they gave me morphine. And they're like, okay, we can do that. Like you haven't responded poorly to that before. And I was like, oh, it kind, it kind. So then <laughs> they gave me morphine, but I like really didn't want them to give me a lot. So I, I think I made her, I don't really remember, but I remember her being like, are you sure you don't want more? And I was like, I'm so sure I don't want more because I just, I don't know. It was probably because I was a child and it was weird, but I really don't remember liking it. So I was like, I want the pain to go away, but I don't want to be all fucked up. Um, so yeah, the videos, honestly, I wasn't that high. I was just kind of like sleepy because of the anesthetic. Like it wasn't anything, but then they made me walk before I could leave because that was like a benchmark. So I got up to walk and I needed ginger ale so badly. Like, I felt so sick, and they hadn't offered me anything to drink, which was so rude. But yeah, I woke up with lots of hot blankets on, which was nice, because you're really cold after surgery, I guess. So I woke up, and there was like seven hot blankets on me, and I was like, oh, this is the life. Hold on tight. Yeah, it was pretty great. What else happened after surgery? oh they told me i was pretty like loopy obviously as i'd come out of surgery but they were like hey surgery went well they took off five pounds and i was like what they took off five pounds of boobs so at that point i was like okay i have no boobs left like none absolutely no boobs and then i realized that no i i still had boobs but they took five freaking pounds and my right boob was bigger than my left. So they took like, however, like 2.7 from one boob, 2.3 from the other. Anyways, they took five pounds of titty from me. All gone. Just sucked it right out. And then they chopped my nipples off and moved them up higher. Which is actually a really hard adjustment for me. Because I am not used to my nipples being this high. And now it's hard to wear clothes without like having one slip out. So that's a fun little challenge that I'm growing with. But yeah, so I had the surgery, came home, they gave me a fat lip with the breathing tube, and honestly, as far as pain goes, the like sore throat I had from the breathing tube bugged me a lot more than my actual boobs did. Um, they gave me painkillers, like they gave me a prescription for like the good shit. Um, what was it? I think it was oxycodone. I think. Anyways, if that's, is it oxycodone? Anyways, they gave me that one, um, and they also gave me like extra strength Tylenol and I never took any of the like actual one I just took the Tylenol the pain really wasn't that bad at all it was super manageable which was great because it was Christmas time um the fat lip bugged me too I was a little bit cheesed about that I was like are you fucking kidding me I've got these sore boobs and my throat's all scratched up and now I've got a fat lip um and then the icing on the cake I had surgery on the 22nd the 23rd, my dad came home after having his work party, and the 27th, we realized we all had COVID. So, we had canceled all of our Christmas plans because my mom's family, um, my dad's family wasn't going to get together anyways, um, but my mom's family was, like, thinking maybe we'd do something, and then with Omicron and everything, we were like, yeah, it's probably best if we don't, um, which is good because we all had COVID. Um so I was recovering from surgery and dealing with COVID and it was not fun. You don't want a chest cold after you've had a breast reduction. 
Um, I thought it was going to be worse than it was because I thought the cough was going to like jolt everything around and like really, really hurt. But it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Um, I would like to thank my vaccines for making it not so horrible because my parents did not have two mRNAs. They had an Astra and um, Moderna, I think, at that point. We only found out because my dad was going to get his booster and he like wasn't feeling so great. So he did our rapid test and then like tested positive. So um, we had to delay our boosters. But yeah, we um, we got COVID and my parents were a lot worse. But I got my mom to watch Jersey Shore with me. So that's a COVID win. That's a W. I'm happy with it. Um, Yeah, so that was recovery. I had to shower, which was really, really scary. <laughs> because my boobs looked really really scary for the first little bit because like my skin was all jagged where they'd like stitched them back up and like my nipples were like concave they were like the skin was higher than the nipple it was very very scary but they're all healed up now and life is good I had to wait six weeks and then I was good to go for exercise again yeah and my COVID they changed the COVID isolation days while we were in quarantine. So before it was, if you tested positive, you're quarantining for, initially it was 14 and then I think they lowered it to 10, but in the middle of our quarantine, they dropped it down to five. So we were like, oh, okay, cool. Five if you had two vaccines, which we did. So we were like, oh, okay, I guess we only have to quarantine for five days. Um, we quarantined for like pretty much the full 10. Um because that was what was responsible. Well, not necessarily what was responsible. That was just kind of like where we were at. We didn't have anything really to do. It was the holidays. So um, we weren't seeing anybody because family called off all of our events and everything. So we were just chilling anyways. We weren't really um, socializing. So we pretty much quarantined for all 10. But that's what we did. Um, COVID, what fun. And I had new boobs. So I started the new year with a new set of titties. Love that for me. But yeah, since I have new boobies, I have decided to get back in the workout game. So I have joined the gym I went to in high school again. Woo! Yeah, I'm back in the gym. I'm trying to get more muscle mass because... I had to take a bunch of time off when I got my boobs done. Um, so I I became kind of a soft person. And I've always been kind of a soft person. I'm a, just a little squishy, but I want to be a little less squishy, a little more firm. So we're back in the gym to be a little less squishy. Um, but yeah, it's been going pretty good, actually. I'm pretty proud of myself. I did legs the other day. So yesterday was my rest day. Tuesday, I did legs. Um, and I have no muscles. <laughs> like, I was shocked at how I plan to do three sets. Maybe four. I was like, okay, I'll start with three, see how I'm feeling. Maybe I'll do a fourth. I got through two. And I was like, I literally, like, my lunges, I could barely get myself back up. It was horrible. It was so appalling. So, I've got a lot of room to grow. I've got a lot of room to improve. But I'm proud of myself for going. And I'm back in the gym. And yeah, I'm going to go tonight and do abs. Um, I had like a consultation yesterday. It was like a kickoff thing. It was like a free thing the gym was offering. I was like, let's go. Let's check it out. Um, we talked about my fitness goals. And then she weighed me. And she was like, you have this much fat percent. And you need to get it down. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, 
listen, this all sounds like a bunch of shit I don't really care about. Like, this all sounds very, very Biggest Loser-esque, very diet culture very not my, my speed, you know, not who I'm trying to be. <laughs> um, and then they tried to sell me a personal trainer because they want money and I don't want to spend money. So I said, no, thank you. I do not want a personal trainer and then left. So that was fun. <laughs> But yeah, back in the gym. That's I'm I'm having a good time. I keep forgetting to charge my AirPods. So I got there the other day on arm day and like I couldn't listen to music. So I just I worked out with my ears free, which was really weird. I did not like it, but I did it. I I'm surprised I even went once I realized my AirPods were dead. Normally I would have just turned around and left. Um, but I stuck it out and I did it and I'm proud of me. Um, I like going to the gym. It makes me feel accomplished and it makes me feel more productive. Um, and I'm trying to feel more productive. I'm trying to like really focus on myself right now. Um, cause I feel like for a lot of my adult life, I've been like, not like in relationships, but like talking to people and like, you know, pursuing relationships. And I just, I'm taking a break from all that. And I'm just going to do Hannah. I'm just going to exercise and journal and mentally, spiritually, physically get myself in a good, solid place before I start college. Um, I'm just working part-time right now, so I have more me time. I'm just going to make sure that I'm doing quite well because I... I had two jobs recently and um, one of them really took a toll on my mental health and it was not, it was not a good situation. I was not doing phenomenally. Um, So I left that job and now I'm chilling and I'm just going to take some time and become the best Hannah I can possibly be. And I'm excited for it. I'm turning 23 this year. Um, It's going to be my Jordan year. I want to be entering that with the greatest headspace I can so that I can make the most of my Jordan year. I'm trying to achieve the level of greatness that Michael himself achieved in basketball, but I want to achieve that in all aspects of life. And I'm not saying that Michael Jordan wasn't a great person. Sorry, he's not dead. Michael Jordan isn't a great person in all aspects of life. I don't know him personally, so I don't know. Um, I don't know anybody on the level that I know myself. And all I know is I'm stuck with me for the rest of my life. So I I best make sure that my relationship with me is absolutely rock solid. You know what I mean? I got to have a great relationship with Hannah to to go about my life cuz I do feel like I've been lacking like as a friend. Um and I'm not a very good adult. Like I'm really not a good adult. So I'm I'm going to learn to like cook and stuff. And I've been like doing a really good job of making dinner for myself before I go to work. And when I say I've been doing a really good job of it, I mean yesterday I made dinner for myself before I went to work. Yep. <laughs> and uh yeah, that's yeah. So I'm going to work on that. I'm going to become a really good adult and I'm going to become super functional and it's going to be great and I can't wait and I love being an adult. That being said, I just invested in a squishmallow. Okay, and I love my squishmallow more than anything in this world. Um <clears throat> I got the limited edition green alien from Mastermind. Um I'm not a squishmallow person, so I don't really know like 
like the, I know there's like collectibles and different shit. I just thought this one looked really cool and it was covered in stars and I thought that was fun because I too have stars all over my arm. Um, so we're twins pretty much and it's really comfy and squishy and I love it lots and lots. And that's, I went to Mastermind to get presents for my cousins and I found the Squishmallow and I was like, that is the Squishmallow for me. Um, I will be purchasing that and I will be loving it and living with it for the rest of my life. And it came with a name. I assume they all do. Came with the name Emmy. Um, So it's called Emmy. And yeah, I love it lots. They're super squishy, which I, I like. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. I love it lots. It's good to be back on the pod. Um, I think this one's going to be relatively unedited because I don't want to edit. I don't like editing. And I feel like it's more of a raw conversation with me. It's more of the real, authentic Hannah Strong experience this way. So, the podcast is back, baby! Um, and yeah, let's talk about a little bit of pop culture and then I think I'll leave you for the day. Okay, so there's two pop culture things I really want to hit on. Um, that is Kim Ye. Um, and then do Kim and Pete have like a couple names? Pim? Kate? Skeet? is the Kanye thing. Um, so I want to touch on that because it's problematic. And then Rihanna and ASAP Rocky are having a baby. Um, so I want to tell you how we all need to respond to that. Um, starting off, Kim and Pete. I honestly, at first I really did think it was a publicity stunt, but as it's progressed, I'm starting to think it's publicity less and less. Like for sure they're the Kardashians and they're going to use any relationship they're in to you know, manipulate the public and distract from things like saying that nobody wants to fucking work and everybody just has to get off their ass and work, which was a stupid thing for Kim Kardashian, Kimberly, to say, but she did. And then she posted a bunch of pictures with Pete because she wanted to distract everybody from the fact that she completely, um, just most privileged statement ever, just the literal epitome of disconnected with the world. Um, yeah. But Kanye is like, I don't know, it's it's really hard to watch it because like I know that it's funny and for a while I was definitely on the team of like, oh my god, this man is crazy, this is so funny. But then I realized that like, no, this behavior is like fucked up. Like that's super scary for Kim and like it's really shitty for the kids because like even if, like I know a lot of them are really young right now, but they're going to grow up and like watch this all see kind of what happens like obviously it's in the news and everything Kanye is like put on Instagram is like out in the world forever and they're going to be able to see kind of like how this played out and it's just super unfortunate Kanye is really not letting Kim move on he's being toxic he's being manipulative like it's it's scary and like she is such a, a like I've seen so many like TikToks and everything being like Kim is like the most powerful one of the wealthiest women in the world and like even she can't escape like an abusive ex like and it really is quite eye-opening for like any woman that's experiencing like a toxic abusive relationship like if Kim can't leave like imagine how hard it is for somebody with like none of those resources like no money like 
obviously they not every human being is walking around with a team of security and like it's just it's sad to see on like such a large scale that Kanye's like stalking her essentially and like he won't let her move on she had to like legally file to be just single because he wasn't letting them get like divorced it's like this whole thing and I just I feel bad for her and he's being so like crazy to Pete and like aggressive I feel bad saying crazy because I know he has a lot of mental illness but so I guess not crazy he's just not he's not letting her move on and like he just didn't seem like a very great husband this is all from an outsider's perspective like obviously i didn't i don't know the kardashians i don't know kanye west i don't know what happened it's just hard to watch for me it's like all over the news so you can't it's hard to avoid it but yeah i do feel quite bad for kimberly and i feel really bad for their kids because that's that's hard at a sip of tea um but yeah i do quite like pete davidson I've always had a bit of a crush on him. Except when he was dating Ariana Grande, he said a couple of problematic things. And I was like, oh, Pete, why you gotta say that shit? Like, when she was, uh, who groped her? Who groped Ariana? It was a politician. I think it might have been George Bush. Was it George? I don't know. It was somebody. And it was, like, this whole thing. And Pete was like, can you blame him? And it was, it was weird. It was weird and problematic. But I do like Pete. And I kind of like them together. I think it's fun. I think it's fun. And I think Pete Davidson would be a hilarious stepdad. So that's fun for all. Um, okay. Rihanna and ASAP Rocky are having a baby. Um, this is the last thing I want to talk about. And I don't have much to say about it except, oh my God, I'm so excited. That is going to be such a beautiful human being. I'm just, I can't wait. I literally cannot wait. And I doubt we're going to be able to see it. I doubt Rihanna's going to let us see her baby. But I'm excited about it. And I think that as a society, our world is about serving that baby now. Um. Okay, so there's two pop culture things I really want to hit on. Um, That is Kim Ye. Um, and then do Kim and Pete have like a couple name? Pim? Kate? Skeet? <laughs> Skeet is the Kanye thing. Um, so I want to touch on that because it's problematic. And then Rihanna and ASAP Rocky are having a baby. Um, so I want to tell you how we all need to respond to that. Um, starting off, Kim and Pete. I honestly, at first, I really did think it was a publicity stunt. But as it's progressed, I'm starting to think it's publicity less and less. Like, for sure, they're the Kardashians and they're going to use any relationship they're in to you know, manipulate the public and distract from things like saying that nobody wants to fucking work and everybody just has to get off their ass and work, which was a stupid thing for Kim Kardashian, Kimberly, to say, but she did. And then she posted a bunch of pictures with Pete because she wanted to distract everybody from the fact that she completely um, just most privileged statement ever, just the literal epitome of disconnected with the world. Um, yeah. But Kanye is like, I don't know, it's it's really hard to watch it because like I know that it's funny and for a while I was definitely on the team of like, oh my god, this man is crazy, this is so funny. But then I realized that like, no, this behavior is like fucked up. Like that's super scary for Kim and like 
it's really shitty for the kids because like even if like I know a lot of them are really young right now but they're gonna grow up and like watch this all like see kind of what happened like obviously it's in the news and everything Kanye's like put on Instagram is like out in the world forever and they're gonna be able to see kind of like how this played out and it's just super unfortunate Kanye is really not letting Kim move on he's being toxic he's being manipulative like it's it's scary and like she is such a a, like I've seen so many like TikToks and everything being like Kim is like the most powerful like one of the wealthiest women in the world and like even she can't escape like an abusive ex like and it really is quite eye-opening for like any woman that's experiencing like a toxic abusive relationship like if Kim can't leave like imagine how hard it is for somebody with like none of those resources like no money like obviously they're not every human being's walking around with a team of security and like it's just it's sad to see on like such a large scale that Kanye's like stalking her essentially and like he won't let her move on she had to like legally file to be just single because he wasn't letting them get like divorced it's like this whole thing And I just, I feel bad for her and he's being so like crazy to Pete and like aggressive. I feel bad saying crazy because I know he has a lot of mental illness, but so I guess not crazy. He's just not, he's not letting her move on and like, he just didn't seem like a very great husband. This is all from an outsider's perspective. Like obviously I didn't, I don't know the Kardashians. I don't know Kanye West. I don't know what happened. It's just hard to watch for me. It's, like, all over the news, so you can't... It's hard to avoid it. But, yeah, I do feel quite bad for Kimberly. And I feel really bad for their kids, because that's that's hard. At a sip of tea. Um, but, yeah, I do quite like Pete Davidson. I've always had a bit of a crush on him. Except when he was dating Ariana Grande, he said a couple problematic things. And I was like, oh, Pete, why you gotta say that shit? Like, when she was... Uh, who groped her? Who groped Ariana? It was a politician. I think it might have been George Bush. Was it George? I don't know. It was somebody. And it was like this whole thing. And Pete was like, mm, can you blame him? And it was it was weird. It was weird and problematic. But I do like Pete. And I kind of like them together. I think it's fun. I think it's fun. And I think Pete Davidson would be a hilarious stepdad. So that's fun for all. Um, Okay. Rihanna and ASAP Rocky are having a baby. Um, this is the last thing I want to talk about, and I don't have much to say about it except, oh my god, I'm so excited! That is going to be such a beautiful human being. I'm just, I can't wait. I literally cannot wait, and I doubt we're going to be able to see it. I doubt Rihanna's going to let us see her baby, but I'm excited about it, and I think that as a society, our world is about serving that baby now. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. Have a good day, everybody. And that's all I have to say about that. Have a good day, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to listen to my podcast. Um, hopefully I'll be back next week, week unless I have to do something crazy like drop out of school again. Um, I shouldn't because I'm not in school, so it's, it's hard to drop out when you're not in it. But yeah. All right. Talk to you next week. Bye.